It's the footy wrap-up. My name's Broden. My mate Tom's over there. This episode starts talking footy very dryly, and then we start having more and more fun. We're talking king of the ring for food. You'll see what I'm talking about. Malakas and Savlakas. We made the ladder. We did the ladder predictor. We've got the final results. We've got... We've got headlines for the week coming up that we've decided to make up. We talked the wa- the Wagner coup. Mm. We talked submarines, mm. and we talked pills that need bouncing. Twenty sixth of July, folks, and that is the end of bye weeks. Thank God for that. Mm. I've had a gutful of them. Me too. They really, really took. They took. They made me feel lethargic about mm. football. Mm. And, you know, I love football. I don't know if you've noticed that. Mm. The bouncing of the pill, mm. I'm a big fan of it all. Mm. But the buy, the buy round sucked. Mm. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. It's just really dragged the season on. I can't believe there's 24 rounds this year. There's, Isn't that like eight more than usual? I feel like when you are making multiple weekly <laughs> podcasts mm. about football, mm. You are more engaged with it. At least you need to be if you mm. want to do it properly. And we do it properly. Uh, if this is the first time listening to our podcast, we never make a mistake. We're heavily invested in the football and mm-hmm. all the stats and data. And, um, yeah, we uh, we know what's going on. And by golly, no more buys, please. They suck. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to do them, I guess. And people need to, you know, stretch their legs or sure. go to Noosa or what do they do? I guess they just play golf. Yeah, they. I think they're entitled to time off. No, I, I don't think they are. I don't. I think that they should work all the way through. I think they should just have a whole week off when the NRL plays its state of origin. But have a whole they, week off. That's what them dirty north north state people want. Yeah, totally. But then just have a week off. Then everyone, and then have a week off before the finals will survive. No, and the NBA. Mm. They have the break, but if you're really good, you have to play through. You have to play yeah, all star totally. games. Exactly. So that sucks for them. But yeah. then they get a lot more money. This is if you, if if the AFL players got paid, say, forty million dollars a year each, mm-hmm. they'd probably play through. Yeah. Um, but because they're paid like a very successful Sparky, <laughs> a lot of them <laughs> on on average, then they uh they then they play through. Yeah. By golly, it was a good week of footy, though, the games that we watched. Let's crack in. Give me the hardest sting possible, Tom. I love that. Welcome to the review of the week. And we unfortunately start freaking Thursday night with a game uh, between Geelong and Melbourne. They call it the Battle of the Highway. Do you know Mm. why? Uh, Because Melbourne Geelong has a famous highway. Isn't it called Old Something Old Road or something? It's called Geelong Highway. Oh, I thought there was a funny name. Like Mr. Poopy Road or something Old like that. Old Creek Road or something. No, no. Well, Cororoit Creek Road. Yeah, what's that? That's a road. Yeah. In, on, near Cororoit Creek. Yeah. Uh, but by golly, Melbourne. Yeah. What did you think of this game? You went to sleep. I know you did. You went yes. to bed. But I thought what I watched was entirely predictable. How was Coles today, by the way? Oh, very busy. Very stressful. Why was it busy? Oh, uh, you know, very busy on the weekends, you know. Is it? Is Sunday... What's the busiest day at Coles? Sunday's the biggest, busiest, <laughs> but not from foot traffic necessarily, good, but from... Good, good word, though, when it's big and busy, it's biggest. <laughs> yeah, biggest. But yeah, not from foot traffic necessarily, but from basket size. What? So you got a lot of people... So on Saturday, you might have people jumping in for a bag of chips, right? Yes. So you might have 10,000 people in, right? Buying a bag of chips. But on Sunday... Stack you might- those chips, get exactly, those chips ready. Yeah. On Sunday, you have 8,000 people in, but they're more often than not doing their weekly shop. I'm not a big shopper, right? In my house, there's two humans and an animal. Yeah. I spent 180 bucks on groceries the other day. I spend about 300 a week is Jesus. what I budget for. Yeah. Jesus Christ. With nappies and formula and all that sort of extra stuff. Any Tim Tams in there? Yep. I get Tim Tams. Yeah. Coles, Coles, Coles. <laughs> uh, yeah, Melbourne... Kept up with Geelong down there in the yep. rain, but then in the last quarter just got absolutely trounced. Gary yep. Rowan, three goals, two, mm-hmm. 16 disposals. Cozzy Pickett, two goals, two, 12 disposals. Tanner Bruin yep. from the Gold Coast Suns. From GWS. Oh, it's from GWS, my bad. Yeah. Two goals, one, 19 mm. disposals. He's coming good, Tanner. This was a game in the wet. Mm. And if you go for Melbourne, 
which I do, mm. you know that we have not won a game in the wet this year. <laughs> I'm so mad at this team. And at lack of roofs on stadiums. Yeah, I, I have a pretty controversial opinion. Mm. And it's coming from a person who has no power or money. Yeah. Put, put roofs on all of them. I'm sick <laughs> of this wet shit. It's so annoying. Yeah. For like a Thursday night game, everyone's home watching. Two, like two, the last two premiership winners, the two last two flag winners. Mm. And it's raining, so it just becomes this scrubber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So frustrating. Oh, my God. But uh, Geelong, Geelong looked really good. That was also without Jeremy Cameron because Gary Rowan lined him up. Mm. <laughs> Fully lined him yeah. up. And uh, Channel 7 are doing that thing at the moment when, when there's a major injury. They're like, hey, we're not going to reshow that because we're above it. Yeah. And then about... Two minutes later, they went, here it is. Yeah, they just showed it anyway. Oh, here it is. We couldn't do it. Um, here's, can I give you a hot take about Melbourne? Well, I'd love to hear it. We are going to win every game for the rest of the season. Totally. That's a big, that's a big, that's a big statement. I hear you. I haven't been through and seen who you play, but I place, I said this in the preview, I place absolutely no value or anything on this game because it comes off a buy. Off a buy. In the wet in Geelong. Yeah. Geelong looked really good and Gary Rowan was a star. Yeah. And kicked them ahead. I was very mad in this game and I think we've got some very big coaching flaws. Mm -hmm. But I think if Melbourne win, if Melbourne lose a game mm. in the regular season, I'll give $150 to a charity. Of that, my choice? That our subreddit votes on. Okay. okay? I've just come up with this right now. Yeah, I love it. The next time Melbourne wins, anytime Melbourne loses, yeah. I'll pay $150 to a charity that our subreddit chooses. A regular season. Regular season. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay? I love it. Geelong, what do you got to say about Geelong? Happy Chris Scott 300th game or whatever it was? Yeah, it was his 300th game, yep. I, uh, hope, I hope they bloody splash out and give him a bloody haircut because he looks like an absolute <laughs> hippie. You understand, Chris Scott? You, you, I know you live down the coast. You're going to Torquay. You're going to the Rip Curl, you know, warehouse. Mm. Get a freaking haircut, mate. Yeah. Bloody, bloody, you look like an absolute carry-on. Mm. This Triple J listening... Sandman Ute driving, mm. finger in the finger in the girls mm. situation. Yep. I've had a gutful. Me too. So that's my review of that first game, and then Friday night Brisbane v St Kilda. Mm. Tell me about this game, Tom. This was a pretty boring game. I went to bed <laughs> early, didn't finish it. No, Tom. No, you, we got to really ramp it up because it's the buy. I really thought the Saints were going to win. I'll give you that. I'll tell you that. Eric Hipwood four goals, one. Yeah. Joey Danaher two goals. Higgins one goal, two. Rainer, one goal, two. Mm. And then I went from there and the disposal's high. Getter, who was that, Tom? Sinclair. Correct. Got moved from the back line into the middle a bit. Mm -hmm. And wow. And also Neil and Dunkley in the middle. Mm. So that's starting to look good for Brisbane, isn't it? Yeah. What does this tell you about Brisbane? Are they getting better away from home? Do they play better at Marvel versus the MCG? What does it tell you about St Kilda? What am I on record on this pod saying? You know about the bye, yeah? Is it the bye? Well, no. That St Kilda will never win again. And that's true. They they've, got figured out. And they've only played a few times. They've only lost a few times. So I think they're well times. inflated. And both me and you thought they'd finish around like 12 to bottom 18 before the season. I think that's where they'll end up. I was at an EP launch, so I didn't watch this game. Sure. Um, I can tell you about the EP launch. Yeah, how was it? It was good. My sister-in-law, Jackie Lumsden. Yeah. It went very well. Yeah, great. And uh, I didn't watch the footy. But I had it. I occasionally would check and go, oh, well, this is gone as planned. Totally. I The only thing that really annoys me is do you remember when we went to the Sun Saints game in like round four? Yes. And do you remember how obsessed I was with Sinclair and Wilkie? Yeah. And how good they were? Yes. The next week I had to bring in a defender into my supercoach team. Mm-hmm. I brought in oh. Callum Wilkie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and since then, Sinclair has been like the best player in the competition. Well, there you go. Maybe you did that. I absolutely stuffed it up by taking Wilkie instead. Now oh, Wilkie was all right. Now let's talk about... Now, now, sorry, we got those out of the way. Yeah, we got them out of the way. Let's talk about the biggest news story of the weekend. Yeah. Which is, put some sick hip-hop beats under this whole section. Okay. Uh, a record-breaking win by the Sydney Swans at the SCG mm. against the West Coast Eagles. Mm -hmm. Read us that score, Tom. 205-31-19 <laughs> to 
5-4. So all of a sudden, right, the Swans, their percentage, the Sydney Swans percentage is 113. And yeah, I think wow. it was at like 90 or something <laughs> like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It was such a big shellacking and so many goals were kicked yeah. that they delayed the next game mm. in in Fremantle in at Optus Stadium yeah. by five minutes yeah. because the the second the, that game went so long yeah I don't think a team had kicked thirty goals since GWS came into the league and it was West Coast who kicked the thirty goals against GWS yeah my isn't god isn't that crazy oh my god uh, sick irony so who kicked the most goals here this is these are meaningless like so numbers. Heaney equaled West Coast score. So good on you, Heaney. Well Heaney done. equaled, he kicked, what, 34? He kicked 5-4, yeah. Holy hell. Which is exactly what West Coast uh, kicked. And then Amadi kicked four. Logan McDonald kicked four. McLean kicked three. Mc- Jeez. It just keeps going on. Gordon had 32 touches and kicked three, which was pretty Warner, crazy. 33 and two. Oh, my Lord. It oh. just keeps on going. Like, you just keep scrolling. How about this? Oscar Allen, mm-hmm. the leading goal kicker for West Coast, he two goals. Four disposals. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Darling, premiership player Jack Darling. Yeah. Two goals, nine disposals. Yeah. Who was the disposal? So Kelly played a reasonable game stats-wise. But, and Shuey did as well, actually. And Yo. Like, they all played stats-wise reasonable games. If you just looked at the stats, mm-hmm. West Coast won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously those three were pretty much the only players that sort of showed up. But it was damning vision, Broden. Yes, I watched this whole stupid game. Did you? Yeah. I watched the wrap-up. It was... Um, it's pretty interesting. It's a pretty interesting thing to watch a team just getting pumped. It made me think about... I was in New York in 2011. I know exactly where I was, and I started to get text messages from people saying, Melbourne are getting uh, brutalized by Geelong here. Yeah. And it was a premiership year, Geelong. Mm-hmm. And Melbourne were in a very... We're in a development stage, and we were belted so badly, 186 points, that... Our coach got sacked and our club fell apart again. Mm. But I never really engaged with the Geelong side of it. Yeah. Until Saturday when I was sitting there and I was like, what kind of loser do you have to be to take any joy in that as a Swans totally. fan? Like, what what joy is there in that? Clearly the other team are not good at football. Yeah, I, I think you barrack your goals and you ba- you know you cheer your goals and all that. Yeah. But did you see them sing, sing the song afterwards? No. Were they happy or no? They were, they were, they could barely give a fuck. Like, <laughs> that was the most, the weakest song singing. And after they sung it, they sort of just stood around for a bit. <laughs> and like, they were just what all we that? half smiles. They didn't know what to do. Because it's also like, they're not a premiership team this year, Swannies. They're, no. they're a team that are in the bottom eight and probably won't play finals. Exactly. And I, I was thinking to myself, I reckon Longmire is telling them, put the foot on the throat. You guys have not been ruthless. Go for it. Not like another team like Port would have started chilling out, resting, letting a few go back. But Longmire was like, nah, you guys have not had the killer instinct. You go out there and you smash them. Speaking of uh, murdering people, Mm -hmm. Adam Simpson. Yeah. Um, He, this club, right, is so big. Yeah. That there is a waiting list to get on the membership list. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. And there's a waiting list yeah. to be a sponsor of them. Yeah. And apparently during COVID, mm. the AFL had a bit of savings. Mm-hmm. When you know when everyone's like every the NBA is gonna die, AFL's gonna die, everything's gonna die. Yeah, I remember. Sad times. Um, really sad. Mm. Had to, couldn't leave the head. Do you remember you had to wash your hands? Yeah. I haven't washed my hands in a year yeah, now. Like, back to normal. Yeah. I find people to sneeze on. <laughs> um Apparently, West Coast had more in cash savings than the AFL. Yeah, right. On top of uh, assets, because the AFL was like having to sell Marvel and thinking of like yeah, yeah they were these drastic moves and stuff. And West Coast were richer than the AFL. That's so funny, isn't it? Uh, but that I remember, if you look at that Prime series and or like if you look at all of it, they um, a lot of that because they just come off. A, a premiership a year or two earlier they just had a bit of an energy of we're above this and we are a powerful team we're from the other side of this country we're, we're worth a lot of money Adam Simpson being paid very very highly about a million mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. there was a whole idea of we don't we shouldn't have to do this and they yeah. started to like a submarine um, implode yeah um, and um, they uh, have just been worse and worse and worse yeah 
And I don't... Every week, Adam Simpson comes out and says we had no players to, to choose from yeah. in that team. Yeah. There was apparently one or two players playing in the waffle for Yeah, them, correct. Right? I think they had 30 to choose from and you have, what, 26 on game day? Is that right? Yeah. When you include emergencies? So yeah. This team, though, that they put on the field... Mm-hmm. Has about five or six premiership players in it. Oh, yeah. Like, proper players. I, so, I don't buy this where they, sh- they should be as bad as North. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to say it's just injuries, right? No. Sam Petrovsky-Seaton, I had huge high hopes for. Eight disposals. Mm. Like, imagine coming from Carlton. Mm. I mean, you'd be pretty stoked, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Your mate Hunt. Yeah. Like these players, they're good, they're, they're they're good, good players. players. Good players. And like, yeah, they, they, they might not have won that game, but there's been this very slow, oh, it's okay, we're losing a bit more than usual. Oh, we're getting pumped a bit more than usual. Oh, we're getting really pumped. But that's the thing I wanted to bring up earlier. When you spoke about Melbourne, I could be wrong, but you guys were bad that year, but this was that shellacking was still a surprise, right? No, we were kind of on the build, right? Yeah. We were just coming out of a rebuild. Yeah. And then there was this game. Yeah, but I remember it being like, oh my God, like what happened? Yeah. This is, no one's surprised by this. No. You know what I mean? Like they've, they're worse than Fitzroy now. The, apparently. the more surprising element is the Sydney side of it than the West Coast side of Correct, it. Correct, yeah. Adam Simpson though, I feel like needs to have a fair bit of blame. Yeah, I don't know. What you, I, I, I genuinely was thinking about this across the weekend. I was like, I do not know what you do. It's a bit of, I, I feel similarly with Carlton to be honest. But I think, Carlton, you, you just let it be for a bit because they have won some games. What do you do? It's not enough to trade pick one for another three top 20 picks. It's not enough to get rid of the coach. It's not no, it's like, like from here, it's the longest rebuild. It's so far back. Yeah. It's incredibly far back because if you don't have senior players who are guiding, a huge part of rebuilds is having the mature people who guide your young guys through and say, this is what the club's about. And they make. So if you have a team that doesn't have any old people who are saving your young guys from getting injured mm-hmm. and, you know, protecting them, then you get things like Jack Grimes and Jack Trengove, which yeah. are the cap 22-year-old captains who get severe season career-ending injuries. Yeah. And uh, clearly, the older players at West Coast are useless as far as leadership goes. 100%. And or at least the ones playing currently uh, clearly must be. Oh. Like your darling, Joshua, etc. But I think that's why you trade pick one. That's why you trade Oscar Allen and mm-hmm. you get in a mixture. You, you got to do whatever. Flush it out. Here's the thing though, right? They're, they're fine. There's no like financial pressure on them because if you're, I don't know, Carlton or mm. if you're North, mm. you need to get good quick because... Sponsors are like, hey, we don't want to brand align with you because you make us look really bad. And yeah, Mazda's yeah. like, why would we brand align with you, North? You yeah, can't totally. win a game. Yeah. Whereas West Coast, like, hey, if you leave, great, we'll just bring in the next major sponsor. But totally. I mean, th- their fans are amazing. 47,000 to like games and there's, like there's this. There's a waiting That's list. Crazy. So if someone's like, oh, I'm going to burn my membership, put it in a microwave, then someone's like, I'll take that. Yeah, break. please, please. I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So. What do you do if you're Adam Simpson or what do you do if you're the West Coast Eagles with Adam Simpson? So he's got two and a half more years on a contract at mm. about a million each and he's not one of the... He doesn't have that clause that a lot of uh, the smaller clubs have where you can terminate a contract and only have to pay out six months of it. Yeah. They have to pay out his whole contract. So two and a half million and then pay another coach to come yeah. in and sit through a rebuild which is going to be the exact same. Some you, poor you person. Take, yeah, you, you, you have to... Send a message to the whole team. And one of the best ways of doing that is to fire the coach. So I think you just wear the cost. You reckon that you're only going to sack him? I, I think that I would at this point, yes. Whew. Because Not because he's doing a bad job there. That's what I mean. That's what's so insane about all this is like, because you have to blow it all up. You have to do something. You have to, you have to do it all. I don't think one thing is enough now. You have to do yeah. multiple things. Yeah. Trade Oscar Allen and show, nah, not good enough. See you later. Oscar Allen, Shuey. Yeah, well, Shuey, uh, we talked about this before, I think, a few yeah, weeks we back, did, but yeah. you won't get much value. But those guys like Allen have huge value. Anyone who's worth value, you, you, you do, you get trying to get rid of. If if Jackson was going for, what was it, two, two firsts? Yeah. Then you could get something for Oscar Allen. Yeah, you get something, a <laughs> couple of second rounders or something. Yeah, at least. Uh, all right. Poor old West Coast. Mm. Not nice. I no. tweeted, uh, there was West Coast fans out there dying desperate for KO to crash. Yeah. That's where that's when you know you're in a bad situation. And yeah. then uh Saturday night, 
old mates uh, Essendon gave us nothing. No. And the Frio Dockers, who got pumped the week before by a rebuilding team, just showed up. Yeah. Just decided, oh, yeah, one every second week will show up. What do I think, Broden? What? I think that Essendon is coming off the bike. Ah, uh, it's a bye loss. Then had to fly to Perth. Yeah. No good. Luke Jackson, three goals, one, 17 disposals. Only six hitouts. Yep. Frederick, two goals, nine disposals. Armis, eight. Is it Amiss or Armis? I don't know. It's Jaya Miss. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jaya Miss, yeah, yeah. Uh, Walters. But then, yeah, dispose, lead disposal getters, Henry, Sarong, Ryan, Brayshaw. And uh, then, then came the Bombers, Merritt, McGrath, Martin, Hobbs, Parrish, Heppel, Ridley. All middling. Ryan had a really special game. He had 31 disposals, including 18 marks. Liam at, Ryan? Uh, no, Luke Ryan. Oh, Luke Ryan. Went at 87%. It was just like, that was the one that stood out to me. It's just like a crazy. When I look when I look at his hotspot on the oval, I'm yeah. looking at his hotspot, it looks like he has some sort of groin uh, uh, <laughs> rash. Yeah. Because it's all in his loins. Yeah. Maybe. So, hey, congrats on the uh, STD. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, the Bombers. What's, what's with the Bombers? I... Again, I've, I'm not surprised. I if, don't think there's too much in it. If not for occurring on a day when there was a record-breaking defeat mm. alongside a Russian coup, yep. there would have been more people talking about it. 100%. But no one was talking about it because there was a Russian coup and uh, Sydney beat West Coast Eagles by a record-breaking amount. Yeah. So who have the Bombers got next week would be my question to you. Let's have a look. So they have got... They've got Port Adelaide. Yeah, so that's at the a, MCG on a, a Saturday night. Yeah. So they're on a hard run here because then the week after, they've got Crows at Marvel. Crows looked fantastic this week. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that, they've got Old Mates Geelong at GMHBA. Yeah, that's really rough. So the next four weeks are season-defining mm. for the old Bombers. Yep. And I'm doing my best to talk about them, man, but I don't know what to say. No, I don't have much to say either. All I could say was like, I'm still very impressed by their halfbacks. That that seems to be where their strength is and they have a lot of bounce back and run from there, but there's really not much to say. Well, you talk about the logo. Oh, yeah. It's a good logo. Yeah, we like planes. You could change it if you want. Yeah. Um. So I did see a funny thing about the logo, actually. Um, so oh, no, I'm, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay off um, the puddings. Thank you. Logo. Gorilla base. Oh, Yogo. Oh, did you say, did you say logo? I said logo. I'm so sorry. Someone just said, and I don't think they were trying to make a point either way, but they just said, well, Essendon existed before planes. So what what did they have as a logo then? That's a very good point. What did they have as a thing? That's what I want to know because, you know, like that's interesting, isn't it? But were they before they were Did they exist before planes? Well, they existed before World War One at least, right? So like... I don't know. When did Before they come in? Before bomber planes, at least, right? Like, Well, bomber planes, it, the story of planes, right, if you want to get me on He's planes. expert plane man. When you think about planes not existing yeah. to planes flying in a war and yeah. dropping bombs and shit, yeah. very short amount of time. Rather than maybe they did exist. But it's fascinating, isn't it, right? Yeah. Can you imagine planes not existing? Yeah. You live in a time where there's no, no planes. I can't imagine it. And then didn't commercial planes not exist to like and the And then 60s? in your lifetime, yeah. like imagine you're at uni yeah. and you're like, oh, there's this thing called a plane. Yeah, and yeah. then five years later, you're at a war and, then- and there's this fucking thing flying, a godlike angel yeah. demon flying above you. Out of the sun with machine guns. Far, yeah. And like yeah. bombing you. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's crazy. They were established in 1872. So pre, obviously pre- Bombers. Pre, pre, pre-planes. pre Yeah. Pre-planes, pre-bomber planes, pre-commercial jets. So I want to know, what was their logo then, Braden? They were founded by the members of the Royal Agricultural Society in the <laughs> Melbourne Hunt Group, the Woolbrokers. The, the coolest of people. Hey, that makes sense as to why they're the farm, the farm, the rural match. Oh, is that why? Maybe. Yeah. Robert McCracken, the owner of several city hotels, was the founder. Yeah, nice. Wow. Pretty cool. That the innovating along, they didn't have a. I don't think they had a nickname. Just trying to find their nicknames. So as soon as World War One was over, they were like, "Yeah, we want to be the bombers." They they moved somewhere. They moved to North. I don't know. Maybe someone, uh, a historian out there, can can write in. I don't want to read all this shit. Yeah, someone can tell us, Broden. When's the bombers era? Anyway, that's my suggestion. Is whatever the logo was before the bomber existed. Let's go back to that. <laughs> 
Let me go to club symbols. Essendon's first recorded jumps were navy blue. Oh, cool. Although the club wore red and black caps and hose. <laughs> caps and I think like stockings. Yeah, totally, yeah. In 1877, the footballers record... The footballers records the addition of a red sash over the left shoulder. This is the first time a red sash as part of the club jumper. And by 1878, there are newspaper reports referring to Essendon players as the men in the sash. <laughs> Given that blue and navy blue were the most popular colours at the time, it is thought that Essendon adopted a red sash in 1877 to distinguish its players from others in similar coloured mm, jumpers. Mm. The current logo was introduced in 1998. 1998? Yeah. So everyone that was carrying on about how it's part of the legacy and it's been there forever. Yeah, 25 years. I mean, that's still great. Their mascot is known as Skeeter Reynolds. So was- who in 1998 was like, let's be sick warplanes? No, I don't. They've been the bombers before that. Oh, right. Okay. It's just the, the current logo. Like yeah. The logo design. Right, 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 right. The team only universally known as the Dons. They, be, they were initially just called the Dons. Mm. It was not until much later, during the war years of the 1940s, that they became known as the Bombers right. due to Windy Hill's proximity to the Essendon Aerodrome. Sure. Okay, that, that makes sense. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. But what were they before that? Just like Don's The Don's, the Sashes, the Sash Boys, the, you know. I reckon let's bring that back. And that, uh, was Richmond, is Richmond older than, is Richmond older than Essendon? Yeah, I would say so. Right? Oh, the same. It would be all around the same time, right? So Richmond were established in the good old uh, 1885. Yeah, right. So They're older. So they didn't even invent the sash. They copied someone else's sash. Yeah, right. But just made it a different color. Yeah, wow. All right. That's enough Essendon talk for me. Yeah. Make that nice and tight, won't you? <laughs> and then today, Collingwood got away with murder again. Yep. One by two points against the Adelaide Crows at the MCG. Mm-hmm. By golly, they did a good old-fashioned run home. But Crows, pat on the back, Crows looks so good. Yeah. Hot, that third quarter looked outstanding. Really, mm. re- I said outstanding. Nick Dacos, one goal, 37. That mm. is a very, very, very impressive stat line. Mm-hmm. Jordan Dawson, 35 disposals. Leading goal kicker, Tex Walker. Five goals. Mm. Jamie Elliott, two. Cox, two. Mitchell, one. Um, it was a really, really good game to watch. And uh, Crows uh, are going to be superstars. Yeah. That was such a good game. Yeah. Um, Pies did very well off to defeat your rule of off a bye. Yeah, well, they were both off a bye, so it doesn't count. Oh, has your rule been no disproved? No. Yet? How many more teams? There's five teams maybe next yeah, week. Yeah, so we'll see if all six lose next week. Six. Or if those six are playing each other, it won't count. But so far... No one, a, a buy team has not beaten a non-buy team <laughs> so far. Here's a question I have for you, Broden. Yes. So I was listening to the Triple M call. Yes. I need you to explain something to me that they said. Uh, please don't talk about umpire. I, I'm trying not to talk about the umpires in this game. It was just a, something I was very confused about, an umpiring decision. I thought don't you could Don't make me do line. this. <laughs> yeah, okay. We don't have to do it. There was a free kick or as a mark inside 50 for Collingwood. Yeah. And then they decided it was a 50, so the guy got walked to the line, and I think it kicked him in front. And was this Dacos? Well, kicked him a six points up. What no, they- Dacos was off-ball down the road. Yeah. He ran near another player and tripped up and like fell over, and they went, well, that's a 50. So it was off-ball. Right. And everyone on Fox Footy was like, well, that's 100% um, a Collingwood 50, of course. And you look at the footage, and then they, like, they were like, oh, it's obviously a 50. And then they showed the footage, and it looked very, very... Very freaking soft. Yeah, right. Um, almost 70 points. A 67-point win by the Sunnies. Mate, yep. Sunnies are back. I'm telling you right now. You can't count this for nothing. What do you mean? Hawks coming off the bye. <laughs> Means nothing. <laughs> it's as simple as that, I guess. It's as simple as that. Off the bye. Fiorini, 22 disposals. Oh, Not a big disposal game. Fiorini got 35, I think, Braden. What the hell? Fiorini. That's great. Oh, I just need... Do I need to update? Yeah, I think you need to update. Well, it's not showing me that. Oh, now I was looking at kicks. How good's that? Because Fiorini is one of those fringe players who I've always thought could play AFL, but has never really ever been consistently in the team and has like, had many off games. And, and, and most importantly, his name sounds like a, a pasta. Yeah. Hardwick 38, Fiorini 35, yeah, Scrimshaw 35, and then... Roses, three goals. Beautiful. I love Malcolm Roses. Ben King, Lukosius, and Anderson all had two. Okay, well, we don't have to talk about that game much. Hawthorne are going to be great. Yep. Almost my pick of those developing teams that you want to coach. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. I didn't realise. I I think I sent 
to you the other day. I had no, I knew that Mitch Lewis was pretty good. Mm. I didn't realize he was three goals a game from his last 24 ga- games sort of good. No, like, that is good. That? that is very, very good. That's insane. Like that puts him right up there. I mean, he's listed, missed a bit for injury. Now there's the other two games we need to talk about this week because sure. it's a short week. We've decided to add two. One being the Wagner coup. <laughs> yep. So Tom. Yep. This is, Okay. I'm a bit obsessed with this. Yeah. So let me in. I'm going to time myself in one minute. Yeah. Give you the whole geopolitical uh, civil war, mm. the 24-hour civil war. Yep. Of the Wagner Russia. Yeah. Civil war. Okay. In yep. one minute, starting now. Essentially, Wagner is a mercenary private army, right? Mm. A Russian army run by this guy called Perg- Pergashov. Yep. And he pretty much has permission from Russia to go. It's like Suicide Squad. He goes into prisons in Russia and says, you are freed from prison, but you have to work for me and be a soldier in this war. And then they train them all up. And then they go all around the world and fight wars for people, whoever will pay them. So they go into these countries in Africa and like, you want to stay in charge? You don't want to be overthrown by your people? Pay us and we'll win the war for you. And so they're very, 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 very rich. Mm. And when Russia decided to invade Ukraine, they were like, let's hire Wagner, Wagner Group. Of course. And so brought them in about 50,000 soldiers. And everywhere they went, they won. Mm. Everywhere the Russian army went, did very, very poorly. Yeah. So Russia was like, we're a great superpower. And then this Ukraine invasion showed that they're not that strong. Yeah. Wagner Group was like, hey, we're winning this war for you. Where's the thanks? Where's our ammunition? Where's our bullets? And they're bad people. The guy who runs Wagner is a bad person. Sure. Um, people die never. So he in Russia, you never talk against old mate Putin. Oh, you're because, dead. You're dead. Well, you're dead. People just disappear. Yeah. And uh, he, oh, it's one minute twenty. <laughs> anyway, he cracked the shits with it, and then just said, "We're going to war with Putin. We're coming to Moscow," and then left the front lines of the Donetsk region mm. and started to drive up to Moscow, saying, "We're going to bash him." They got to the first city of about one million, and they just let him in. Yeah. All the soldiers went, "We're not doing shit." Yeah, we're not fucking with went you. Went straight through, occupied that city. Next one did it again, and then got to about an hour outside of Russia. And the Belarusian president, mm. who is a who's a bit of a puppet, yeah. he's been put in charge by Russia because Belarus is just pretty much an annexed mm-hmm. uh, Russia. Uh, he he just went he he brokered negotiations Putin came out and called Pergashev the Wagner group mm. a terrorist yeah. he said this terrorist is going to take over stop this terrorist yeah. and then he has brokered peace trade talks and Pergashev said we're turning around because of bloodshed we're going back to the front it's and so in 24 cool. hours it went from we're going to destroy Russia we're yeah. going to take over Russia civil war it's, yeah. it's a revolution to yeah. we're going back yeah. so he whatever he said or how much money he gave him something big happened but at the moment Putin looks real bad because it looks like people can just talk shit about him and nothing happens. He looks very, very weak. It, it, to me, it just shows. He looks a bit like a North Melbourne, West Coast situation. At the <laughs> yeah, moment. He looks exactly. a bit like Adam Simpson, if you yeah, will. Yeah. I'm trying to bring it back to footy. Yeah, I love it. And it looks like Russia just showed that it really is a fractured state and not united and really yeah. are just a big center of different leaders and groups. It's a bit like Adelaide in that way, isn't it? It's not one team. I don't get it. What? Well, I'm just trying to bring back football. It's yeah, like, yeah, Russia's all divided. It's all these different... Yeah. And, and Adelaide has two teams. Oh, right. I see, yeah. More like Melbourne, I would say. Oh, I know. It's very like... Yeah, it's like cold. Yeah. Um, and okay. you got like Carlton fighting Essendon. And the other game of the week yep. is um, there was a submarine. Yeah. And uh, it was a private submarine and a bunch of billionaires went in to go yep. and see the Titanic. But not see the Titanic. See footage on a laptop... From outside of the submarine. All oh, right, so there's no windows, of course. No, there's a little window, but I don't think you can see through it or something. Yeah, you can't yeah. really see. Well, there'd be no light down there. In a small coffin-like submarine, they went down about four kilometers down the Titanic is. Mm. They got about halfway, and then the radar stopped going. Yeah. And everyone went, hmm, mm. this is not good. No. And then footage came out of the guy who runs this Ocean Gate, I think they were called. Yeah. Saying, this is my submarine, it's great. You got Xbox controller, yeah. takes you down there and people went, hmm, hmm, this this is a worry. Yeah. Uh, this could be the issue. Yeah. But then they were like, but mate, they have oxygen. So it, what happens if there's a malfunction is like floaties come out and it floats to the top and then someone comes and gets them. Yeah. However, we don't know where they are. Yeah. So they're either 
dead right now yeah. at the bottom of the ocean because it's imploded mm-hmm. or they're somewhere. Yeah. And so for four days, they were looking for him. Yeah. And people reckon they heard tapping. Yeah. And they're like, that's a worry. And then there was a countdown until the oxygen went. And then they were like, no, we f- it blew up. Yeah. The US Navy was like, actually, we heard him pop four days ago. Yeah. No, we, there's no easy. Yeah, it stops. But they needed to find, they needed to find them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if you have t- the same TikTok I have. Yeah. But I just had people showing me what happens when a, when a container implodes. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, not to the people, of course, but just the scientific nature of... No, like to the people. If I had to choose a way to go, suffocating, oh, yeah. awful, drowning, awful, imploding, that instantaneous would be a good way death, to go. Yeah. great. Yeah, no, it, they would have just... It would have been very quick. Yeah, imagine like, you know, lacking oxygen or drowning. That'd be so much worse. Would you ever get in a submarine, Tom? I wouldn't have it in the first place, no. Under you don't, no you circumstances. Don't, you don't like to get on a bus. No, I don't like to get on planes. Like planes, uh, I tour around all the time and it gives me awful anxiety. Like yeah. I hate it. So... How much would I have to pay you to get in a submarine to go see the Titanic? Oh, like a million bucks. You'd do it? Oh, yeah. I mean, a million bucks would be life-changing. What about if I would do a million bucks? Today, same company, same company today. I would take a million bucks if, as long as, if it imploded, that you had to still give that million bucks to my wife. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's very selfless of you. Yeah, I mean, then... What if we had to give half to me? Wow, yeah. (laughs) That would be all And I promised you I'd give it to your... (laughs) (laughs) Once I'm gone, what can I do about it? Okay. Uh, So, look. Yeah. um, I wouldn't go in that submarine. No. That would be too much for me. For a mil, I would, but no. For a mil, yeah, for a mil. I mean, a mil is like... I could be financially free for the rest of my life. I just feel like... I just feel like... Oh yeah, cool. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, they had uh, had a, had a, had a few successful journeys before that, right? Yeah, but apparently it's because of the um, this guy was going against a lot of the rules. You know, Jim Jim Cameron, James Cameron, yeah, yeah, yeah. the creator of Avatar. He's the expert on. He it, went right? on all the newses. Yeah, a lot of experts had ponytails. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, and the, everyone went on the news all week. He kept going on the news and goes, "I knew this would happen." <laughs> yeah. I was telling everyone, like, all right, James Cameron, you, the creator of Terminator. Anyway, that's the footy for the week. Yeah. Now, we are at the other side of the buys now. Yeah. I would like you, we're starting a new segment called, and this needs like a big fancy intro over, okay. the, over what I'm saying here and echo my voice. What will the papers say this week? So I want you, Tom, to pre- I've asked you to prepare an easy... Headline, what are people going to be saying? Yeah. Uh, a 50-50, a bit risky, mm-hmm. what you think people are going to say in the media, a hot take, and then yeah. a very risky hot take. Okay. Okay? And we're going to, if, if, if either of us get any of these, yeah. you have to donate a million dollars to charity. Okay, great. Cool? All right. So your first easy take. Okay. <clears throat> this is a headline. Simpson unsensationally sacked says, cheers for the free 2.5 milli West Coast can't... <laughs> So you think <laughs> what, what what newspaper's saying that? Oh yeah, no, I just thought that'd be a headline. That's a good headline. I, I've gone the other way and sort of just said it'll be about this, maybe. Okay, it'll be. yeah, okay. But that's good what you've done. I, I've used my poet po- po- poetry powers. Yeah, great. <laughs> what are you porky pig? What are you <laughs> poetry powers? <laughs> um uh, I've gone with Simpson to resign. Yeah. Right. Pressure on Simpson. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mine's a bit more... Say yeah, again. Yours is finer and better. Simpson unsensationally sacked. Says, cheers for the free 2.5 milli West Coast canes. So you think that a newspaper is going to call someone a c- on... <laughs> yeah, on, on their front page. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yours, middle risky one. All right. Buy round brings game into disrepute even worse than that time the Bombers did peps. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the buy rounds have really f- screwed it up. Yeah. There's a call to change it. Yeah. That could happen. Yep. Like a real, like, I think we've got to change it. And then like Kane Corns or someone says that. Yep. That's a good That's a good one. I honestly think it has been worse for the game than like anything that's happened in many years. Have we ever done a three-week buy before? Or is this the first time we've done it? I don't know, but I, I'm not sure that ever, what I was saying before about every buy team winning against every, every non-buy team team or whatever you know yeah yeah yeah. i didn't know if that's ever happened before because that's what i'm talking about specifically you know fair enough uh my middle one is geelong are a flag chance geelong are back yeah i think we might see they're a legit chance actually look at their run home you yeah know, totally. situation totally. i think that would be and what's your very very risky one okay 
Long, long shot. <laughs> this is, this be, I've gone for a tongue-in-cheek sort of Great. angle. Great. Opinion. If we're serious about protecting the head, then Gary Rowan should get weeks. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I heard someone call into SEN and say that. Yeah. And it was a good point. Yeah. So if the metrics are reckless, yep. high contact, yep. causes an injury, all those yep. metrics, then- <laughs> Gary, see you later. And it's like, oh, it's an accident. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but- so is people make things. accidents all the time. Yeah, totally. It's a very good point. And like people are dismissive of that. It's, but an accident's yeah. an accident. Exa- no, I'm with you. I don't know what to do. It's just, I think it's just funny that that's the very Bogan immediate response. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, it's, no, I'm not I agree with wrong. it. I'm not saying it's wrong if by you're, any means. If, it's, if accidents don't, if it doesn't matter if it's an accident or not. Yeah, what matters is we're protecting the head, so you should be punished if you damage yeah. the head. Yeah, he was reckless. He was un- he, he he's the result for a very serious injury. Yeah, hospital trip. Yeah, that's the end of it. If we're getting sued, yeah. If Jeremy Cameron comes back and sues in twenty years, yeah, it'll be Gary Rowan that cost it. I'm just putting that's a that's someone's definitely going to say. You reckon? That so I thought it was very very unlikely that Footy Classified will <laughs> yeah. say it maybe ninety times. Yeah, totally. It's a very good. Engage and then can you imagine the comments under it? Is this where we're at now? Yeah, totally. I'm going to start watching European handball. <laughs> uh, my risk, risky one was Ken Hinckley should take over West Coast. Oh, I like that. And that would be a good, that'd be a good job, right? Because Port's pain in the ass. David Kosh, just go yeah. over there and get a million a year. Yeah, over you know, build the club back up. Always sunny. Your list dominated my list. No, no, no. I just was trying. To, I was in a funny mood on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Before we go into our next seminar, segment. Mm. I just want to point out as well that the uh, women's ashes is going on right now and Australia's pumping England. Yes. We're only on day four, but they're just pumping them. Love that. So let's just go out there and just take a second ashes, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. But, Tom, we're in the other side. We're on the other side of the buy round. There is nine rounds left. Mm-hmm. Now is the right time to project the rest of the year. Yep. Both you and I have gone to work and created our... We've done the ladder predictor on the AFL website. Yep. You go uh, join us at home and do one yourself, and we should compare and trade secrets. Mm. Here are Tom and I's final ladder positions from Predicting It. Number 18, Tom, who have you got? I got West Coast Eagles. Correct. I have them not winning a game again this year. No, I don't think so. Who did they win against? This year? Yeah. Well, they only won one game so far. Yes. Who did they beat? Who did they beat? Oh, do you want me to look it up? Who did they beat? Did they beat North, perhaps? Who did they beat? How would we find that out? Yeah. Round one, North beat West Coast, so it wasn't North. I feel like it was Hawthorne or something, wasn't it? No, they beat the Giants round two. Wow. How crazy is that? Giants will regret that one. They will regret that one. Mm. Number 17. I have North. North. Same with me. I've got them winning... Uh, 12 points. What were that? For three games this year. Yeah. yeah. Same as you? Yeah. 16? I have Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I tipped them to win again. Jesus. Yeah. I have Hawthorne uh, there. Yeah, okay. When they win four games. Four, eight, 12, six, four. I have Carlton on 26 points to, to end the year. Six yeah. wins. I have Hawthorne winning five games. So I have them at 16. 15? I have Hawthorne. Okay. I have the Swannies there. Yeah. Winning six games. Yeah. 14? I have Swannies. Okay, I have Carlton there. Okay, so yeah, seven okay, wins. You know, seven only, wins. Only one win difference. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, 13? I have the Giants. Same. Nine wins. Yep. I have 10 wins for them. Okay. Uh, 12? I have Freo. I have the Cats. Oh, okay. Nine wins. Yep. Okay. Cats have nine wins. <laughs> I have Freo on 11. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. 11? I have the Suns. Okay, I have wins as well. the Adelaide Camry Crows. Yeah, right. Okay. With twelve wins. Oh, these are very different, Braden. I know. <laughs> I, th- I uh, you know, I trust. You know, I trust. Uh, I think the Crows are just have a. You know, they're playing so well at the moment, but I think they've got some hard games ahead. Yeah, totally. You probably put more thought into it than I did. Ten. I have the Bombers. Ten. I have Richmond. Yeah, I right. I think they're slow seasons bugging. They get twelve wins. Yeah. But it's not enough. Yeah, I have the Bombers with eleven wins. Number nine. I have the Saints with 12 wins. You have the Saints dropping out. Yeah, I have them 12 wins. How many that wins? would be that would be catastrophic. How many wins does your ninth have? 13. Right. 
Because a 13 for me would put you in six. Okay. So, yeah, Saints are one win out of six. Okay. All right. I have Essendon at nine. Yeah, okay. Which yeah. would be, you know, the, uh, a good a good end to the year for them. Totally. Number eight. I have Richmond with 12 wins. Okay. I have the Saints just staying in. This is a percentage thing as well. So, yeah, it could totally. be Essendon, you know, 13 win situation. 100%. Seven. Geelong with 13. Okay. Okay. Uh, at seven, I have Fremantle. Yeah, right. Fremantle with 14 wins. Yeah, I don't think I tipped Freo much. Wait, wait for this, Tom. Who okay. haven't I mentioned yet? Sons, because you're, you're, in, you're crazy. <laughs> Number six, who have you got? I've got Adelaide with 13 wins. Wow, that'd be great. I'd yep. love them to finish there. It's only one more win than St Kilda I've got, you know. That like, bottom four you've got, or well, the bottom four of the eight, bottom three of the eight, Richmond, Geelong, Adelaide, yeah. is really fun. Yeah, totally. And you get the idea of Richmond and Geelong who were playing in a premiership three years ago and now, you know, just getting in. Yeah, I have at number six the Gold Coast f- Suns <laughs> with 15 wins. Yeah, I feel like that's very unlikely. I had them for 11, Brighton. So this is my disagree. Great. They will come home with a wet Gold Coast sail. I have faith in my boys. Yeah. Number five. I have Western Bulldogs with 14 wins. So do I, right? No one's talking about the Bulldogs yeah. at all, right? Yeah. Their run home is cruisy AF. Yeah, they've got that Ballarat game. Yeah, it's nice. It's I, nice I, uh, unless they shit the bed, they, they're going to finish in the middle of the eight. Yeah. Which is dangerous, you know, yeah, dangerous totally. doggies. Totally. Number four. I've got Brisbane with 16 wins. So do I with 17 wins. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, yeah, cool, yep, cool, which cool. is hard, which means that they'll, you know, if we're going, we're just, we're, we're, this is, take this as, as gospel because yeah. they are, uh, that means that they will play away from home, but then do they get a home game when they lose? I think. Yes, they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They totally would. That'll be, that'll be interesting. At number three, Tom. I've got Melbourne with 18 wins. Melbourne Football Club. Yeah. At 18 wins. At number three, I have the Collingwood Football Club. Yeah. With 18 wins. Okay, great. Uh, number two. I have Collingwood with 20 wins. I have Melbourne with 18 wins. Yeah, right. Okay, so percentage mm. change for Melbourne and Brisbane there. Uh, and Collingwood. Yeah, Collingwood, yeah. Uh, and then number one, we both have Port. Pearl, and I have 21 wins. And I think the if thing they is, got 21 wins, yeah. that would make them one of the greatest football teams. Well, totally. And I, that's the thing. I think when you're doing the ladder predictor, I'm, I'm tipping Port every week because they can beat anyone, right? Right. But if you look at it holistically, yes, I think they'll drop one or two more games. But which ones I couldn't tell you, because I think they can beat anyone anytime. That's how much faith you have in them, damn Port Adelaide power. They're great. But you feel the same way about Collingwood, right? Yes, I do, and that's why they're so high up. And to be honest, Melbourne pretty much as well. Last year, Geelong, who were powerhouses all year, yeah, eighteen wins. Yeah, so there's no chance Collingwood second on the ladder. Yeah, sixteen wins. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's no chance that Port and Collingwood come home with 21 and 20. I understand that. But yeah, when you look at... there's a very good chance. Like, you haven't done that out of like, oh, there's, you know, like that's... There's a chance that we have a 20... Uh, a 20 game winning team this yeah, year. Yeah, totally. I just think that the, the the folly with the ladder predictor is not looking at it holistically. Because if I was looking at it holistically and I said Port will probably drop two more games, then maybe I would have tipped differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But maybe no. It's just fascinating. I think there's a good chance that we have like a record number of wins at the top end of the of the of the, uh, of the ladder yeah. this year. And I won't mention what I'm looking at, but there's a thing on the ladder predictor that sort of shows what everyone else is sort of looking at. And it looks like the one glaring You're talking one, about sports betting. Yeah. The one because gla- the AFL.com.au website is deep in the bed with betting. Yeah, this is you real fucked up to that. Heads. It's real fucked up that kids can come oh, on no. and do this. Tom, you can switch it off. You can. There's a little tab that says you can turn the betting off. It's on. It's on automatically. Yeah, I can't even see that tab that you're talking. You go about. scroll at the top. Yeah. Oh no! And there it is in the middle. Show betting odds. Little tab in the middle. In the middle. Oh, uh, right up there. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, what the point? I was trying. Corrupt to, dogs. I was trying not to talk about sports bet, but they have Essendon as like should be making finals, which I find very interesting. Mm. They're the only ones sort of with good odds outside mm. of the eight that I have. It's just interesting, right? Because you said the stat the other day as well, that if you run home, if you win the last five of the year, four from five, yeah. you have a very good chance of winning the flag. If yeah. you, It's more so if you don't win those, you don't have a very good chance of winning at all. Yeah. Um, it's all about who you face in the last five, six rounds of the year, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. 
Um, interesting, interesting stuff. Mm. Tom, it's time for Malakas and Savlakas. Mm-hmm. Bounce that Greek person. <laughs> okay, so here's your Malakas, bro. Give them to me. West Coast. Yeah, they're Malakas. Big obvious Malakas. As an organisation, they're a big pack of Malakas. Right Make now. an effort, boys, you know? Yeah, far out, Brussels sprout. Now, this has faded a little bit, but still relevant because it was this week. The English cricket team and the discourse around them. Yes. KPs. Your Twitters, your Piers yeah. Morgans. We've moved on from that, haven't we? We have, but it was this week and I wanted to make sure that was on the record. Is that this week? Yeah, I think we spoke about it on Monday. We make so many podcasts. Yeah, I think we did our Ashes talk on Monday. Yeah, you know, yeah. and we talked, we talked, we read all the tweets that, and laughed at yeah, the English that's people. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> yeah. Right, next one's a bit controversial. I bought a Tottenham Hotspur shirt. Yeah, I thought it was cool. It's cool. I shared it. It's on my Instagram, but then I looked down later and I put a bit of chocolate ice cream <laughs> on it. Did you really? I didn't notice. That's so my favorite thing. No, was- like I did it late, like immediately within ten hours of getting it. I go. I had a McDonald's. There's some McDonald's do that chocolate soft serve. Yeah, and I put a jumper on so I wouldn't get it, and then some of it still got on it. I don't know how. My favorite thing was our friend Dan, who's been on the Auntie Donna podcast. Um, his yeah. response was just typical. Oh, f- off. Yeah. He's a very <laughs> hardcore Italian Chelsea fan. Uh, yeah, but uh, he can he can cop it. Yeah, I agree. Okay, controversial one. Radio ads with silly slash racist voices. Like what? Like, have you heard the Kogan one? Oh, yeah, Kogan Mobile. It's like a Russian guy, yeah? Yeah. And Kogan Mobile. Yeah. Yes. He doesn't know what uh, Well, that con- that ad confuses me, right? Yeah. Because is that supposed to be the compare the market? Like, you can't do a Russian accent. That's compare the meerkats territory. Compare the pair, which is my next example written here. No, no. Compare the... Pair. No, that's a different company. No, because they do a Russian voice as well. Compare the market you're talking about. Oh, right. Okay. So compare the market, which is uh, that their guy is a meerkat. Yeah, a Russian and he's a meerkat. Russian meerkat. Yeah. And he's like, compare to the meerkat. Yeah. Compare to the meerkat. And you know, com. it's just like one of our peers, Aussie peers, standing in the the box. Yeah, there. someone who can do a Russian accent, it would be. But also not just racist voices, but the blind factory, the blind factory. Oh, that's a silly there. Yeah, but you know why they do this shit? Yeah, because yeah, it cuts through, and now we're talking about it. Yeah, but I've had a shirt with it, Broden. The blind factory, the blind factory, the blind factory, the blind factory. Yeah. What about, Dislike. you know the one that ads annoy me at the moment, the KFC ad during KO goes, Friday night footy, Friday night footy. Yeah, I don't know. Hate it. Here's one for you, Braden. This is actually um, sent in by um, Alex. Who? It's just a suggestion from Lark of the Week that someone emailed through called Alex. Friend of the pod, Alex. Yeah. Who? <laughs> hey, Tommy. Something that's been on my mind, especially this weekend because they barrack from Melbourne. Team socials the next few days after a loss. I'm with him. <laughs> he says, can we just tone it down or maybe not post anything at all for the rest of the weekend? I don't want to see highlights from the game if we lost. It just rubs it in. I'm with you. I reckon that's Malakari. I want to speak to a social media manager for a club because I think it's a very, very hard job. Oh, totally. They're doomed if they do, damned if they don't. You know, like totally. I get that. But also, I'm with you. Like that's the worst thing when your team goes... We fought hard but didn't make it after a loss. And you just want to get on social media, on Facebook and start typing, you know? For a bit of uh, investigation, let's hop on right now and yeah. just see what the West Coast Eagles have posted, <laughs> posted on their Instagram. So they have 232,000 followers, right? I, can I guess? that it'll, it'll be... At the time of recording this, it is yeah. late Sunday night, right? So it's been yeah. over 24 hours since the game. And I Nothing... Reckon, go on, sorry. I reckon they've said... Not good enough is just all they've said. <laughs> it's pretty upfront, to be honest. Yeah. So this is a social media person who's at a club that pays very well. So this person's probably paid quite well. Yeah. It's a photo of I think that is that's Os- Oscar, Oscar Allen. Allen. I think yeah, could be. Wrong. And it's just the score, and the comment says dismantled. <laughs> oh my god, the comments are so funny, Broden. Bloody umpires cost us the game <laughs> is the top comment. That's so funny. <laughs> And then uh, someone, Wemby was drafted yesterday. <laughs> Do I get a medal for watching the whole game? Yeah. <laughs> Put the caption as effing disgrace because that's what we are. Okay. Uh, that top one's great though. Bloody up not- <laughs> game. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a hard job. But- <laughs> I blame the birds of Tokyo theme song. <laughs> so they haven't posted since they lost. No, which is good. But they're doing the clever thing that is what you should do, which is... Um, uh, Stories 
Yeah, and right. in here is a message from Paul Fitzpatrick, the chairman. He's done a big article. We can do it together. Let's, you know, this is hard times. Wow. So Melbourne has posted multiple celebratory posts since the yes. loss. Yes. I think that might be what we're referring to here. And I, I get that. Well, let's read the Melbourne Football Club ones. This will be good. <laughs> we have a real wanky fan base sometimes. Yeah. Let's read some of these top comments. Oh, my God. Anyone want to fly the flag for Viney while he's on the ground holding his shoulder, getting pushed by Stuart? Yeah, yeah Stuart was a bit of a shithead. He got oh, a totally. fine for that. Totally. Surely um, Goody needs to be looked at because this list should be winning a premiership and we're probably lucky to be even be top four. Don't you know you're coming off a bye, guys? Yeah, I, I was. I felt bad commenting that. Um, <laughs> all right, great. That's a fascinating thing. Yeah, it is. That's is that is that a Malacca? Yeah, that was a, just like team socials, I guess. After oh, the yeah. loss, making you frustrated. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, some quick suvers, and then you can give me your Malacca and your suva. Do you know Summary not get a Malacca? Why Putin not get a Malacca? No, nah, no. Nah, I thought I'd leave. I thought I'd let him be. Strike one, Putin. Okay, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> And also Ocean Gate. If you mess up one more time, yeah, then you might get on this. The creators list, of that submarine. <laughs> if you do, if you put a foot wrong, yeah. you're getting Malacca of the Week nominations. Couldn't agree. All right, so here's our suvers, Ren. Actually, do you want to give me your Malacca first? Recap: West Coast. West Coast. All right, great. they lost by too much. <laughs> they did. All right, so I have got three suvlakis for you. Oh, imagine! First, I'd get a chicken. Yeah. A lamb and a mix. Yeah. Or pork. No mix. Sometimes I like going overboard and having three sauces and cheese. So I get tzatziki, yeah, you, you, chili, you, you, barbecue yeah. and cheese. Too or much. I just get tzatziki. The McFeast is back. Permanently on the menu. Yeah. Thank God. We're not sponsored, but yeah. Yeah. McFeast is, the, is essentially a whopper, yeah? Yeah. So and I like it better. Okay. It's really good. <laughs> Next, Suvlaki has to go to Heaney for equaling West Coast score. Amazing. The next one is for Dawson. Jordan Lisa, Dawson. Jordan Dawson. Amazing game today. Has a malarkey ring to it. Sydney, what are you doing, mate? This guy's played 100 games and been an absolute champion. He couldn't yeah. get a game with Sydney. Couldn't get a game? No, he was playing Neeful. That's part of the reason why he was traded. Like, he was playing a lot of Neeful, couldn't get Jesus. into the side, blah, blah, blah. So, Melbourne traded their future first to Adelaide. Yes. Adelaide, Adelaide traded <laughs> that future first to Sydney for Dawson. They traded that pick to Hawthorne for pick 27, a second round and a third round. And that pick 27 is Cooper Vickery, who hasn't played yet. What Strange. a massive, massive fail from Sydney so far. So who's the Suvlaki? Suvlaki is Dawson for just being phenomenal. That's Malaka for Sydney. But unless they yeah. was like, hey, I don't want to play here anymore. And they went, well, go. I think there was a bit of that. So that's sure. good. But they've done, done this before. They did this with Tom Mitchell. And Tom Mitchell, you know. Melbourne did this all the time. And, you know, like Brody Grundy for a pick 25. Mm. People, you know, when you go to go and, you know, like, it's not the NBA yet where it's like value for trades. Totally. Yet. But like Tom Mitchell, Tom Mitchell played, for, couldn't get a game with Sydney. He was getting 60 disposals a week, literally in the yes. NFL. And they said it was cheap disposals, whatever. He got traded and won a Brownlow. Like, clearly he was very good. Far out. Not good All right. enough. Okay, give him the Suvlaki of the week. To Dawson? Yeah. Yeah, great. And that's been your Malaki Suvlakis brought to you by... Uh, nippies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun, Tom. Yeah. Now, Tom, I've created a very fun elimination game okay. that I would like to play with you now. A sure. tournament bracket. Yeah. What for, you ask? Yes. I have made a... What is it? 20? Mm-hmm. One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Twenty list. Yep. Twenty teams, right? Yep. And this is to find the true champion of the perfect food mm-hmm. to have alongside watching the footy. Okay. All right. At home. Yep. Now I'm gonna frame this and say maybe it's a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Friday night home. What are we? What are you eating while you watch the footy? The things you need to take into account: yumminess, yeah, edibility yeah. while watching a game. Well, totally. So, like, no I haven't, roast, I haven't put Chinese food on this list, right? Because no. a lot of what am I looking at? What am I doing here? Looking down, looking up. What peas and gravy. You don't want to be yeah. having to scoop that up. Exactly. Um, and I've put some silly ones in here as oh, well. Oh, great. Okay. Now, 
Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah, I'm born ready. Here's the list. Yeah. And it's because it's seedings, like the ones I've ranked seeded lower, they have to play into the tournament. Okay, Because sure. of the way yeah. it's gone, okay? Okay, cool. Uh, so, meat pie is in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, chips. So, do I tell you which one I have? This is just the list. Oh, so I thought it was a tournament. It is. Should I go? Should we just play? Yeah, let's just play. Okay, great. Well, this is the play-in tournament. Okay, There's six okay, in the play-in tournament. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, a fresh roll from the bakery mm-hmm. with ham. Mm-hmm. So a ham roll with fresh- Ham roll. Fresh. Fresh butter, you know, like a real- Is it a bap roll and there's some tomato in there with a bit of salt and pepper on it? No, I'm just going straight ham. Like oh, very well, that's, simple. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. Well, you can put tomato or whatever if you want to. Okay, okay. Okay. Versus pizza. Well, pizza is the answer. Correct. Okay. The next plane. Halal snack pack mm. versus souvlaki. Ooh, I think it's oh, I think it's so lucky. Okay, that's your Greek side coming out there. Mm. Last plan: sliced fruit. Yep. Quarter chicken and chips from a charcoal chicken shop. Yeah, we go the quarter chicken and chips, but I can't see them progressing much further. Tom, it's going to go very hard from here for okay, you. Great. It's going to be hard. Okay, now we're in the actual tournament. Mm-hmm. That was the plan. Okay. Mm. Meat pie versus pizza. Pizza. Interesting. Easy. Next one. Chips. So hot chips. Mm-hmm. Ice cream sundae. Mm, ice cream sundae for me. Not a fan of chippies. Ice cream sundae? Yeah. Footy Franks? Yeah. Subway? Mm, Footy Franks is correct, but I love Subway. So you're going Subway? I'm going Subway. Party pies? Mm. A Hungry Jack's meal? Hungry Jack's meal. Nachos? Mm-hmm. Or souvlaki? Nachos, actually. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Some nice dips and chips. Mm -hmm. McDonald's meal. McDonald's, for sure. Wings. Mm -hmm. Quarter chicken and chips. Wings. Wings. Yeah. Some some chockey. Yeah. I.e. top deck. Yeah. Or a KFC bucket. KFC bucket. Interesting. I don't think desserts, yeah, we really go strong in this area, but I did like the Sunday. Well, I disagree. I'm a sweetie boy. Yeah, me too. Meat pie. Mm-hmm. I might know what was it? Uh, pizza. Yeah. Or chips. No, uh, I said oh, no. ice cream Sunday. Ice cream Sunday. Pizza or ice cream Sunday? Yeah. I'm going pizza. All right. I thought I could click through and build the tournament, but it's not letting me. Yeah, it's really upsetting. So I'm just trying to do this from memory. And I'm trying to help. S- Subway. Well. Yep. Hungry Jack's meal. Hungry Jack's you meal. You very much disre- disrespected um, uh, pies, by the way. Yeah. I, I think I'm being truthful. If it was at the game, it would be completely different. At home with some party pies? I would, like, that's a grand final dish for me. Well, exactly. But grand final, you've got guests around. We're talking Friday night. We're but talking just that's you part and of by it. yourself. Part of it, maybe friend, you want to have friends there. Well, so. there's no way I'm having a Hungry Jack's meal while I've got, a, you know, while there's a party on, you know? But so I just took it to be... <laughs> Me alone right. on Friday okay. night. You know? All right. Yep. Um, McDonald's meal. Mm-hmm. Nachos. Nachos. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, wings. Mm-hmm. KFC bucket. Wings are the correct. Oh. Wings are the correct. And I could have done wicked wings in there, but no. Yeah. Um, okay, we're up to this. The the prelim. Prelim. I'm just got to try and remember what it was. Did pizza get through? Yeah. Pizza and Hungry Jack's meal? Yeah. And it's pizza. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, pizza. Yeah. And then uh, the other one Mm. is wings versus nachos. Oh, that's a good one. Nachos, I think. (laughs) Narrowly. Narrowly. Okay, and the final, they were at the grand final. Nachos versus pizza. Yeah. I think pizza. And to be honest, I might be biased because I thought pizza from the start. Pizza is the perfect watching the footy. I think so. Food. And and I think we came to that. Perfect for sharing. What is sticking in your head is I wish that was still around. I wish I could have, you know, paired that with this. You know, what's the... As far as food goes? Yeah. Like that wasn't on your list? No, that like um, I sh- I'm sad to have eliminated that. But if I could have another food alongside the pizza to watch the footy with. Well, imagine following up a pizza with a nice Sunday. <sighs> How good would that be? And some nachos. Yeah. That was one thing I remember very and some, early. And then an ice cream sundae. Yeah, how good would that be? 
No, one thing about you when you were younger is you used to make nachos. And All I remember when I went to your house for the first time and you made nachos. I used to live across the road from school. Yeah. And... Uh, would just walk home all the time. I yeah. found out very early on that no one cared when you just walked off. <laughs> yeah, so I would go home and watch the telly and make nachos for lunch and yeah. became a very little pudgy little boy. Public school life. Just having, yeah, because nachos, my nachos are corn chips, cheese, microwave. Yeah, and, correct. And, and you maybe a, a salsa. Maybe a salsa. I remember you, some salsa, surely. If we might, <laughs> just cheese and corn mm. chips was my prominent diet but i had no understanding that you could do this so it was a real game changer what do you mean you know when you go to someone's house and you're like oh they have pepsi in the fridge pepsi's only a smorgies thing for me oh right but this family just has pepsi and was you that go, me as well yeah well that was you with 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 nachos just had you never had house. nachos before i don't think i'd ever had nachos at my house you know it was more like a you go to a cafe you get your nachos you go to Cafe Matto in Heidelberg, you get a big bowl of nachos. I, I, I used to eat a lot of nachos. Yeah. What am I talking about? I still eat a lot of nachos. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, nachos are great. Mm. You, know, the, you know, when you go to like a pizza place and they, you know, do, they say they do nachos mm. and then they put the corn chips and they get tasty cheese and they put yeah. it through the pizza oven. Yeah. Good on them, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon that's sick. Oof. That was a good tournament. Mm. I call it King of the Ring. <laughs> we haven't we haven't done song or artist of the week in a while. Mm. Thomas, give yep. me your song or artist of the week. So I have a new drum and bass banger that I is a little bit cheeky, a little bit fun, a little bit poppy. But listen to DJ Turn It Up by Dimension. It is very very fun. It's been my bop of the week. Let's just play a little clip of it. Sure. This is it. Isn't this fun? Old school. <laughs> I think it's very sneaky and fun. I like that. Uh, the other song I'm recommending, shout out this week to uh, my brother Mitchell. Who's mm. called, uh, his music, music uh, thing is called Artie Ziff. And he made a song called Big Bird, which I think is an absolute bop. Mm. Here it is. about Big Bird, I think. Mm. Banger. Banger. So that's our recommendations for the week. Mixed and mastered by friend of the pod, Subhuman, as well, I might mention. Was it? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. Does all of Mitchell's work. It's great. Oh, that's nice. Nice pairing that I put together. Well, put some sad music on, Tom, under this. Okay. We did our review of the week. Yeah. We said what the papers would say. Yeah. We predicted the latter. That yeah. was my favourite. <laughs> we did our malakas. Mm. We did our favourite food rankings, but the thing was fucked, so I did my best. Yep. Picked our songs. Mm. But now it's time to go. A very cool guest on Wednesday. I don't want to ruin who it is, but it's a guy with a very incredible story that I think you'll very much enjoy. Yeah, great. And we'll see you then. Bounce that pill. <laughs>